The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Greg the Barbecue Broker DiGiorgio. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you normally talk around the pit. As always, I'm joined by the Barbecue Broker. My man. What's up, dude? How are you? Hanging in there, getting ready for the Christmas rush. Oh, it has started, it has. and it is slowly ramping up. Starting mm-hmm. next week, it's going to be balls to the wall. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Unreal. You're looking in, you're, you're looking into oh, 14 hour days a disaster. Yep. Six <laughs> days a week, 14 hours. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, I'll see you on Christmas Day. <laughs> you just walk out of work every night going. That's it. Go home, eat, get, throw some groceries down the neck and hop in bed because I got to wake up in three hours to go do it again. Brutal. Not looking forward to that. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not, but I'm sure you're not either. No. So today is a good episode, and but today's episode we are uh, is brought to you by oh oh Uncle you. Steve's shake yo yo. Here's the deal. Have you ever wondered why your neighbor has a line of people waiting to get in their backyard every time they have a barbecue? But when you have your barbecue, for some reason, people just aren't showing up. Simple answer to that question is that your neighbors use Uncle Steve's Shake, and for some reason, you're just not. So what that means is you better get you some right now. Look, Uncle Steve's Shake is handmade, uses the finest ingredients, comes in eight amazing flavors, including their new competition line. If you can eat it, Uncle Steve has a shake for it. If you have any shake questions whatsoever, Uncle Steve has fantastic customer service. They'll get you through any of your shake needs. So in my opinion, it's time to take your barbecue game to that next level with Uncle Steve's Shake. Shake some on everything. Check them out at UncleSteveShake.com. Also brought to you by our friends at Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether we are barbecuing or not, we always keep the smoke rolling thanks to our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today we are smoking the Selected Tobacco Bandolero Atrevitos 52. Two. Mm-hmm. Thanks to our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. We get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit TwoGuysCigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. And we are also brought to you by <laughs> Manscaped. Oh, yes. The Lawnmower 3.0, the Weed Whacker. Their underwear is phenomenal. Keeps your freshly taken care of boys right where they belong. Heat sensitive, mm-hmm. so it cool keeps you cool when it yep. should. And, yep. Yep. You know, and also, you know, their line of other products, their lotion. The weed the, whacker. The crop preserver cream. Who doesn't want to preserve, preserve their know, crop? You want you want your you want your crop smelling nice. You know what I mean? I mean you don't you don't want dead flowers. You, you don't, don't, you don't want, want any of this funky stuff. And I know you've said this once before. Is when you trim the fat. You trim the fat, the, the brisket, brisket looks, looks better, bigger. baby. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? It does. The deer looks bigger in the field. That's it. And then in the forest. You, you, the waterproof 
you can use in the shower, Oof. has LED lights, so uh-huh. you can, you know, That's you can favorite. get into all the nooks and crannies you got to get there. Nothing you never knew, you, you never know when you're going to lose power and want to shave your nutsack. That's it. Yep. So, carve them boys up. <laughs> <laughs> to get your own, go to manscaped.com slash pitlife and at checkout, use the promo code Pit life for 20% off and free shipping on all your orders. Did you hear that, sweetheart? 20% off. I know you love a good deal. And I know you're watching because you watch every show faithfully. Not. There was no need to put a shot across Rachel's body. <laughs> she watches as much as possible. Whenever she can, she is there for support. But I know she would like me to get the weed whacker, probably. That's what I heard. That's just. I heard you got a little Jurassic thing going on now. Stop talking to my wife about my Jurassic. It's no longer the seventies, my friend. It's not cool. (laughs) But today's episode, we. uh, I am so excited to talk to a dear friend of mine, Mm -hmm. our good friend James Pavia, hailing out of the great state of Texas Uh of. Aim 'em and claim 'em, smokers. Brother James, what's up, my man? What's up, James? What is going on, fellas? Thank you guys for having me. I am excited. I really am excited. <laughs> nice to be here with you guys. Nice, yes. Beautiful. You know, thank you for taking some time out to talk with us. But uh, you know, we talk on a regular basis between the uh, you know our barbecue family on YouTube and everything. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you know, there's a whole. I believe me, I have a whole list of the boys, and you know, everyone was on it. So we finally, I got a chance to talk with Brother James. Nice. So, how's everything going in Texas right now? You know, everything is good. Uh, the weather is beautiful. Uh, can't complain. I live in Texas. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> not that. a whole lot to complain about. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Especially this time of year. I love it. For me, it's my favorite time of the year. Yeah. Same for me yeah, here so. in, in, in New England. I, I really like the fall. That cool, sometimes warm, but not muggy weather. Yeah. Still in here, you know, early December, it's still comfortable, you know, 40s. Low 50s, you know, it's still not, you know, crazy ass cold yet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still comfortable, at least for us anyway. It's amazing how a 50 degree day in December oh my God. can feel so hot, yet a 50 degree they, day in the summer, you in know, the like, spring, like, oh my God. or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> crazy, crazy. But anyway, James, tell us, everybody who's not familiar with you and name them and claim them, uh, how'd you start out in barbecue? Obviously, for Texas, Barbecue is runs through your right body. up, you know, you're b- b- almost born into it. Mm-hmm. But you know, how'd you get your start in barbecue, and how'd you build your passion for barbecue? So yeah, you know, being being a Texas boy growing up, that's that's just like a rite of passage in Texas. You grow up barbecuing, you grow up hanging out in the backyard, <clears throat> excuse me, with you know family over and, and just chewing it up. So growing up, it's it's always been a part of my life. Um, <sighs> I really started to get into it in probably the last seven, eight years, um, starting to do it more like on my own and then thinking about entering the, the competition world, which, uh, I started in January of 2015. Um, and you know, it's, it's just something that it's one of those things that you do that, that, that like brings people together. So, even if it isn't like a competition, just, just barbecuing, uh, being around your family, being around your friends, it, it, you know, really, is there anything better? Right. You know, so, and then to, to throw some, some smoked meat into that, 
mix. I mean, it's, you know, so one is something that we, we just grew up doing, but, um, as, as I got older and out of high school, me and my buddies, when, when we would all hang out, that was the one thing that we did, you know, we'd always barbecue together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, as we started to get a little bit older and, and, you know, separate and get married and people kind of go on their own ways. Um, it, it's, it's just something that, you know, has always been in my blood. It has always been something that I enjoyed doing. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I got the pits fired up easily three or four times a week. And I, I just do so much cooking just because, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I know that and, feeling, <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of times it just ends up going to waste because I'm not necessarily cooking for anything. I just want to be by the fire. You know, it's just, it's, it's just habit. Second yeah. nature. Now, yeah. do, you, do you do a lot of live fire, like steaks type type stuff Were you well, a good, more like a low and slow guy, good combination of both. Yeah. It's a, so it's, it's, it's a combination of both. Um, I'm, I'm always, you know, if, 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 if it's like uh, ribs at least once or twice a week, but you know, those are little longer cooks compared to say fajitas or steak. Uh-huh. So uh, I like to mix it up. Besides, the the missus gets tired of you know the barbecue every day, so I've yep. I've got to switch it up, right? And and, and do different stuff. And same here. So right? I'll I'll even do like <laughs> veggies on 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 the grill. Um, you know, salmon. Yep. Uh, or is, is it salmon? No. Salmon, 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 salmon. Uh, salmon yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really a mixture of both. Uh, I love the, the longer cooks. I, I love to just kind of sit out here, sit by the fire and, uh, you know, just, just hang out outside. But there are times when, you know, um, maybe I'm short on time or maybe the weather isn't the greatest where I still want to fire up the grill. So I'll do something a lot quicker, like, like I mentioned steaks or, mm-hmm. you know, fajita, something like that. Nice. Nice, nice. Like so, what are what are some of the uh, some of the tools or some of the, Vessels, the toys so your your babies that you yeah. you smoking on? Oh what man, you what uh, you playing well, on over there? I don't know if you can see some here. I've got um, I got so I've got drum smokers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got three of those. I have a pit barrel. I got five Weber Smoky Mountains. I've got a Traeger. Um, a Z grills pellet smoker. I got the SNS Kamado. I've got one, two, three Weber kettles. Three. Uh, so a little bit of everything. <laughs> three Weber kettles. Five Smoky Mountains. Five Smoky oh. Mountains. Five Smoky Mountains. So right. it's like a playground 18, out there. 22, <laughs> 220. I'm sorry? How many, what sizes of, of these Smoky Mountains do you have? You got the so, big one. Uh, Two of them are uh, 18 inch, okay. and three of them are the 22, 22 and a half inch. 22 and a half. Uh. Yeah. Wow. And you, so I bought those when when I bought those uh, the, the 22 and a half uh, Weber uh, Smoky Mounts. It was actually once I, when I was starting to get into uh, competition uh, barbecuing, and I you know I wanted one for each meat. So you know I got in, here in Texas we 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 cook three meat brisket ribs and chicken for the most part. So I wanted one for each one. So that's, that's, that's why I ended up going with three. And then I had already had a Weber Smoky Mountain, uh, 18 inch. Uh, and then anytime I could pick up another grill, I'm going to do it. So I picked up another 18 inch just because. Just cause you see you a know. good deal. Got to grab it. Never know <laughs> yeah, when you're right. going to need it. You know? Yeah. And, you know what? And, and I use them all, which is a crazy thing. Oh, that's awesome. <clears throat> there you go. There you go, Ben. True story. Yeah. 
Oh, so, so that's awesome. Um, I just happened when you raised your hand there. Is that a that a little trophy? On the oh yes, <laughs> actually yeah. Uh, I actually won this uh, at a cook off. I actually have two of them. Uh, I got one for winning. I, I won the overall competition, but these I got for winning. Um, first and and uh, I got one for first and brisket and first and ribs. Now, what what so, is what is that? Uh, what circuit would that be in that you're competing in? It, no, it, 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 this was a non-sanctioned one. About actually, it was in 2015, okay. shortly after I started uh, competing. Wow. Um, yeah, that was about so two the, years. The, probably what, about two years into it by that time, right? I'm know, sorry. About two years into it is when you started competing. No, I, well, I started in January 2015. Was right. my my very first comp. Okay. So th- this was actually this was uh, October of uh, 2015. Okay. So. A few months down the line. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Wow. So, do you? How many sanctioned ones do you say you you compete? Mostly sanctioned ones, like yeah. those of the IBC. Is that what? Is that IBC? IBC? Yeah. Is that? Do you, so so yeah. So in Texas, you have uh the 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 two big ones are uh, IBC IBCA mm-hmm. and Lone Star. My That's goal this one. year was to chase points in IBCA, but with the whole Corona stuff, you know, they shut down for a while. Yep. So I switched over to Lone Star Barbecue Society and um, been cooking under that sanctioned body. I did do a few uh, what what were considered underground events or cook-offs that they didn't really advertise it. You had to be personally invited. Um and that was like right in the middle of the whole pandemic. So that, that's that, you know, that's why they were unsanctioned and, and, and not advertised. Mm-hmm. Uh, but i mainly do, um, now I'm, I'm, I'm doing all sanctioned events, uh, try, trying to chase points and, and I'll, I'll, you know, I, I'll flip back, uh, or I'll flip between IBCA and Lone Star. Uh, <clears throat> that mainly just, or that decision mainly just comes from, you know, checking the schedule and seeing which one I, that I could find that isn't, you know, too far from me within a couple of hours. And most of them lately here have been Lone Star. So that's, that's where I've been uh, competing so far uh, is a Lone Star, but uh, I love IBCA. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll, you know, hop back and forth between the two. Nice. Nice. Now, now with these, all these competitions, you know, we all, we always say, you know, we said it earlier, you know, you said also that, you know, the barbecue brings people together and, you know, you meet so many people. How many relationships do you think, you know, have started friendships and brotherhoods started with your time on the different circuits bouncing from competition to competition? And, you know, that is a very good question. And uh, I got to say, it's hard to, 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 to really say because it's been so many. Um, Probably, you know, when, when I when so when I first started, like I, I didn't know anybody um, and now I know everybody. Mm. And, uh, you know, even now when I go to cook off, a lot of times if I got buddies over there, we we try to get like put kind of next together. Right. So we can hang out and stuff. But sometimes that's not an option. So you'll get placed by someone who you never even met before Mm -hmm. and then just over that weekend you you become friends and that leads to a friendship so it i mean you're you're constantly building friendships getting to know people (sighs) honestly it there's just been so many um that 
I, I, I truly can't count. And, you know, a lot of them are you know, folks on YouTube, like, uh, Bill from chicken fried, yep. uh, barbecue, you know, he's, he's one that, that, uh, I met out there. Um, guys, it's just, it's just too many to, too many to, name, to say, yeah. you know, exactly. But it, it's, that's, that's, you know, the great thing about comp while or comp barbecue and their competitions is while you are there to compete against everybody else. And, you know, my main goals is, is, is to go there and, and beat everybody. There's still a camaraderie that, that people have. If, if I, let's say I forgot my strainer or I forgot an injector, I could go next door to somebody I've never even met before and say, Hey, you know, do you have an extra injector that I can borrow? And they're like, sure, here you go. So while we're competing against each other, everyone is so helpful and, and we want to see each other do well. Uh, you know, ultimately <laughs> we want to do better, but even the guy next to me that I don't know, I want him to, to him or her mm-hmm. to, uh, do well. And, and that's, that's just, that's a great thing about competition barbecue, man. It just yeah. brings people together that don't even know each other. Right. You know? Yeah. And then, you know, that's that awesome. that's the one thing about with, with us here up here in the new England area is the, I don't know, almost lack of <laughs> competitions for the most part. Like you know, we have, uh, the new England, um, new England barbecue society, NEBS. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have the different competitions here and there, you know, <clears throat> and, and it's tough on my end right. with the post office. Cause I, I, part of my schedule is Saturdays. Oh yeah. You know, so, you know, you cook, show up Friday night, yeah. cook Saturday, you know, and then being a real estate agent, same thing, broker, open houses, open houses, whatnot, people want to go looking at homes, you know, during the weekend when I want to be at a barbecue competition, you know, but, but I know up here, <laughs> yeah. you know, there is only four, uh, KCBS sanctioned events a year. Mm-hmm. Um, no, the closest one's like New Jersey, which is like yeah, five and one of those in away. New England is in New Jersey. And that's technically not even New England, yeah, anymore. Once you get past Connecticut, it's yeah, there, there's one right in Massachusetts. Uh, I think Maine has one. Maine, there's the which is drivable. Yeah, there's the I want to say it's the Nor'easter Rhode down Island? the no down the Cape. Okay. Or so oh, yeah. south shore to the right. Cape. Yeah, I don't know if it's a But it's as, it's Cape. as rare, if not more rare, yeah. than having like a, you know, um, you know, masters come here for golf or something. Like they yeah. go to like TPC and um uh not Norwood but uh um Norton Mass or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That like the only golf tournament down here, you know, it, but as far as barbecue stuff goes, we really have to drive. Yeah, you far. you, you, you got to move far. You know, you'll have the occasional, um, like the uh, the breweries put on a little, you know, Saturday event, Sunday event. You know, not nothing sanctioned. You know, right. a rib cook off or they have like know. the one on, on Lansdowne Street by Fenway where they have like you know barbecued. It's like a chili cook-off day, but yeah. everyone's selling barbecue and this and that. They got a bunch of the food trucks. Then you got the Lexington uh, Barbecue Festival, which yeah. is now kind of turned into a food truck festival. It's not quite barbecue. I think I'm doing that this year, actually. Well, that'll be fun. Well, don't we? Yeah, we're pretty lucky so, that we, you know, we, there's, there's, there's one going on every weekend. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, so, I mean, and it's just a matter of, like, throwing uh, – the, the dart at the board and uh, seeing where you want to go, really. I wonder, you know. I wonder if we could, we, we could probably, probably could uh, host, if we wanted to, sanctioned events. 
you can you can do that. Oh yeah, you know we would take you know, take some bit work to get, to get everything in place. But you know, in a venue around here, because you know this, you know, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Massachusetts more so than New Hampshire, Especially trying to get the pandemic an event, right now. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah. crazy. And we forget about that uh, small thing called the worldwide pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> government officials, but anyway, anyway, moving on from that one before <laughs> that deep stuff. Um, so where you know, obviously your team name is Amum and Claim mm-hmm. Where did when where does <clears throat> Team Tito's fit into all of this? Team Tito's. So uh, of course, Amum and Claim is, is my my own uh, team, um, which, which is just me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a one man cook. But uh, a buddy of mine uh, is actually was was hooked up with Tito's, and they they were actually sponsoring other teams. Uh, Tito's actually sponsors teams when it comes to uh, barbecuing, when it comes to fishing. Uh, so it's it's not just barbecuing. They 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 sponsor a lot of stuff, uh, and barbecue just happened to be one of them here in 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 Central Texas and Austin where I'm at. Um, my buddy, one of my buddies is, is really good friends with the guy from Tito's who runs all that and, you know, determine who, uh, who they want on the team and stuff like that. And they, they had some folks on, on, on the team previously and, um, they weren't really making the brand look well. And so they were looking for replacements. They gave me a call. My buddy gave me a call and asked if I was interested and uh, obviously I was. And so I spoke with them like, let's do it. You know, nice. let's, let, let's bring you on. Um, and that's, it's probably been a good four years now, actually maybe five. Uh, I think it was right after I started competing is, is when they, they brought me on. No kidding. Um, actually it was, it was, it was in, in 2015 when, when they, when they first brought me on and you know, I've just been a, a team member since then. Um, you know, so those, those sponsor events, uh, part of our responsibility is when they need us for something, like they have a tailgate for the University of Texas uh, football mm-hmm. uh, team. They have a, a tailgate section, so we have to go out there and cook. If they have an event going on, you know, we have to come out and cook, which which is quite all right with us. You know, and a lot of the fundraisers that they do for folks when they're looking for cooks, um, you know, we go out there and, and, and help with that uh, in exchange for, for sponsorship. So nice. uh, a buddy of mine got me on. And, um, you know, I think now there's eight of us, eight teams uh, under the Tito's banner. That's cool. Um, they, pay, so, they, they pay for any you know, barbecue stuff can be expensive, like competition stuff. Do they help with anything they buy supplies and chip money is that kind of how how does that spawn how does that work you have to get to super details i'm just curious like how that would how they they don't buy the supplies but they pay for the entrance fee mm-hmm. and some of these entrance fees can range from you know 150 to like the oh. i think the san antonio rodeo was almost 600 dollars. what just to get in Oh, yeah, just to get just in. Just to get in. And then you got to, you yeah. get a, you get, now do you bring your own meat for these crops or is it to keep it? No. You bring your own meat? No, yeah. Okay, you so you buy all so your you own extra meat. Thousands, you know, you could be thousands in, a thousand, yeah. two thousand yeah, in. Yeah, easily. easily. Some of them, yeah. So, you know, they'll cover like the Austin Rodeo, I think it's 550. <sighs> I think San Antonio this year went up to, 
I want to say they might have been six fifty or six seventy five. Yeah, and that thing sold out in like thirty minutes. Oh yeah, (laughs) you know. Uh, So they that 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 helps relieve a lot of the costs for us. Maybe we wouldn't do as many as we think we would. (laughs) (laughs) If they had them here, (laughs) I know the the KCBS sanctioned events here are run anywhere from. I think three fifty to four hundred fifty just for the entrance fees. <clears throat> now then they'll have um, now they're kind of joining in with the SCA for the state comps. Yep. You know that's another fifty bucks if you want to do that, or they have doubles. So they'll have one cook for Saturday, one cook for Sunday. You know, that's twice the entrance fee. So you're looking at eight hundred bucks for a weekend. Whew. That's just to go there. Wifey would then be too you happy buy about that. all if if you need water and electric for hookup mm-hmm. on the trailer, that's a separate right. cost, oh and God. you still haven't even lit a bag of coals or a piece of a log of wood yet. Never mind. Exactly. Brought, so, right. Talk so about you, that, you got that, your coals, uh, your your charcoal. You have to take into consideration, or your wood, um, your rubs. Uh, you know everything that you use when it comes to uh, a lot of times it's the smaller things that add up. You know mm-hmm. when when I'm when I'm like making my brines, I've got to get chicken broth. I've got to get mm-hmm. you know all these different ingredients, pickling spices. Or you know whatever. just just for one yep. like one injection or one brine, and so it's just small stuff like that adds up. And Brown then sugars. You, and- you mentioned the SCA. They have uh, here at, at each cook-off, Usually they have uh, add-ons. So they'll do like margaritas, they'll do Cook's Choice, they'll do steak or something like that. And that's an extra fee. So it can yeah. get, uh, at the end of the day, pretty pricey. Most of the comps will average uh, anywhere from 125 to 200 for the most part. Your bigger comps, the Austin Rodeo, San Antonio Rodeo, Houston Rodeo, though, that's where you're going to get into spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars just to enter. Yeah. It really defines. It really puts the uh, term "cost of doing business" into perspective. Oh yeah, that is yeah. really. And you know, and he was just a, you know expounding on the cost of everything adding up. You hadn't even got into the proteins yet. Oh no, I, kidding! You know, you're cooking a Talk couple about the of so you need your salt, your sugars, your you know whatever else you're throwing in your you know your apple juices and however else you make your brines. Yeah. You know, that's just the brine. Yeah. Then, you're, the then meat, you're cooking the spices, a couple uh, briskets, a couple pork yes. butts, you know, half dozen or more racks of ribs. God knows how many, you know, chicken thighs or quarters, how whatever. So if you're so you're turning in brisket, you basically are turning in pieces of the flat, more or less, right? But like the middle piece, the middle of the flat, the, the juiciest part of it, as well as maybe some burn ends, or are you sometimes no. serving any any point? During a competition, like so so here in Texas we don't do burn-ins. We just right. turn in slices, and usually it's anywhere from seven to nine, seven uh, seven to nine slices. And what uh, most of us focus on, <clears throat> what I mean by most of us, I mean us experienced cooks, yep. is when we trim our brisket, we make sure we leave part of the flat and part of the, the point. So I'll take it doesn't matter what size I start with. My brisket can be twenty pounds. I'm going to trim it down to about nine pounds. So I get, it's like a hockey puck of like the best part of the brisket, right? Where the flat and the point start to meet. Uh, so that way I give the judge a little bit of the flat and a little bit of the point. Some judges don't like fat. So you want to give them the option of, of being able to eat from the, the flat. Uh, some some judges like fat. So you and want, if you, you might, don't yep. put any of the, the, of the point in there, 
you know, they don't, they don't have that option to taste it. And so that, that can be a knock against you. So it's usually, and what I do is like, I'll take, I'll start cutting from the flat to the point and the first slice from the flat goes in the back of the box. Okay. And the point, the last part of the point will go, that would be my very first slice. So when you open the box, that's the very first thing you see. Uh, that's for a couple of reasons. One, sometimes you go multiple rounds. Sometimes you only go one round. So I want to put the, to me, the point is the best part of brisket. It's more moist, oh, more flavorful. Of course. So I want to put that up front in case mm-hmm. you want to go on one, maybe two rounds. Uh, another thing it does is it helps keep everything else behind it moist. Yep. Because yep. you're flat. You're you know, laying on top obviously of more, A lot more moist. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, each uh, slice you put in there. It just kind of helps keep everything a little a little more warmer and a little more moist. Uh, and then, you know, if a judge wants a, a piece of the, the flat, then they could definitely just reach in the back and take that, mm-hmm. you know, piece. But I, I want to give them. You want to give them a few. What I think is the best part, uh, which is the point. Right where that meets and you have that just that thin deckle with a little bit yes. of, of, of the point going across the top. That little separation, if rendered down properly, is obviously phenomenal. So you, you have little, just a little bit of that for the first few slices, and then maybe a couple without that in the end. So that's interesting that you actually keep a little of the point on when you cook it because that's what's really going to keep it moist. So do you also inject your your brisket or your flat at all uh, when you when you're doing it? So is that a pretty standard thing for comp guys to do for their briskets? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll inject the, the entire brisket. Yeah. Uh, well, after I trim it, um, I'll, I'll start at the flat, work my way up to the point, and then from the point back to the flat with the grain, and then sideways go against the grain. Yeah. From Again, from the bottom to the top, top to the bottom. You got to keep in mind, at a comp, a, a judge is only eating – I mean, they're, 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 they're taking just a small little bite. Mm-hmm. A lot of these judges, you know, one judge can taste 10 to 18 different. Mm-hmm. Pros? Yeah. Pros? Oh. I can't hear him. Because he just froze. Yep. I can see him. It's frozen, though. I wonder if he could see us. <laughs> yeah, still. <laughs> the way uh, oh, oh, there is. that don't won't won't cook at home their briskets like they would in a comp mm-hmm. uh one is right. just too rich to eat but again you you you, you have to keep in mind you have to play the game mm-hmm. and 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 you know sometimes it's you, you i know people who swear about not saucing brisket but listen if, if you're if, if you're gonna make your brisket stand out you're saucing that thing, really? and and, yeah. and and it comes. If you're not saucing, you're you're not walking. Uh, a lot of times, it's just they're like a I little mean, bit of sauce on there, even on a brisket, yeah. even on a brisket. They're like a little yeah, bit. But, of- but now, keep in mind, it's just a really thin coat. You're not you're not like saucing, no. like really saucing it. I mean, it's it's really just. You want that judge to bite it and be like, man, there's there's I, I don't know quite what it is, but there's something there. Yeah, and, and you know, I've seen people who would just. Man, they just pour so much sauce on it that when they slice it, their sauce starts running on down their slice. And I'm like, 
Okay, that's that's a little too much. Yeah. Hey, to each their own, right? So. So how many? So, so yeah, so you, you, just you to have make, to. So just to make sure you have the right slices, do you? How many briskets or would you say you cook to make sure you cook it in two or three of them at one time? Are you rolling with one? I know it's expensive. So how, you know, you, if you mess, if you mess one up or you just know that it's going to take one or maybe two, do you have a backup one in case something goes wrong with the other for, for really any meat ribs and anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's actually a really good question. So when I first started out, yes, I was doing two briskets. I was doing a bunch of ribs and a mm-hmm. bunch of chickens and my my thinking was, uh, I, I'm cooking so much because I want to have options, mm. right? The truth is, when you see someone doing that, they're they're. It's not because they want to have options; it's because they're hoping at least one of them comes out right. Mm. So, if you know how to cook, you, you don't have to worry about that. I cook one brisket, uh, one and a half chickens. So here we we do whole chickens. Mm-hmm. We we turn in two two whole chicken halves. So I'll do one and a half chickens. I buy two chickens. You know, when I, when I split them up, I'll only turn in two. And then of course I have one as, as a taste tester. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'll do two, maybe three racks of ribs. Um, ribs are also like brisket. Sometimes you only have to turn in seven. Sometimes you have to turn in nine. If, if I'm, um, and, and that, and that, that's de- de- uh, determined by how many teams are at the cook-off. Uh, more teams, more slices, more ribs. Um, but I'll do one brisket, one and a half chickens, and two, maybe three ribs, and that's it. That's you know, if, if you if you know how to cook it, mm-hmm. then that's all you need. Plus, if you're doing, let's say, two briskets, and let's say you know that your best slices are coming from number four through eight, then you get to take four through eight from two briskets. Rather than having to take four through eight from one, if you turn it in so many slices, you could take the middle, the juiciest middle pieces from one brisket, and you could take the juiciest middle pieces from the other brisket. Is that allowed that you could do that? You can, but but here's the thing, though. When you do that, you have to make sure that you trim both of those briskets exactly the same, Got it. and they're the exact same size. Because if you're taking slices from one and slices from the other, and they're not trimmed exactly the same, they're not the same size. When you when you put them in that box, you're going to see the difference in the slices. And that doesn't um, appear for their appearance wise. You want them to kind of go. Well, you still want them to go small to big, or do you want them to be kind of all the same size? You, you want them to be all the same size. Mm-hmm. Um, here, here in Texas, they don't. In, in, in Lone Star and IBCA, they don't judge on appearance. Luckily, okay. So it's you don't really have to put a ton of I focus on that. However, I'm someone who believes that you eat with your eyes. Mm-hmm. And when I, when that judge opens up the tray and they see uh, my chicken or they see my ribs or they see my brisket, I want them to think, wow, like I can't wait to taste this. Right. Uh, even though they don't judge on appearance, when you look at something and it looks horrible, you're, you're automatically like, oh, I don't right, know. Right. About it. 100%. But if it looks beautiful, you're like, man, I can't wait to, to jump in into this. So I think it gives you a little extra edge. So I always try to make sure that all my meats, while they don't judge on appearance, uh, still look really nice for that reason. Mm-hmm. Makes oh, sense. Nice, nice. So I like KCBS where they actually judge on appearance. You know, they, right. they score you on that. We, we taste tenderness and appearance, right? That's what, is that what they do? Taste tenderness and appearance? Those three things? Uh, well, for us, it's uh, taste tenderness and aroma. Okay. 
Okay, yeah. for for the for the text for the but for the K- KCBS that KCB, was yeah it's yeah it's, it's appearance, uh, taste and 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 I believe tenderness. So with with all these competitions, where the hell did you find time to start your YouTube channel? <laughs> and how did you get go down you know the YouTube road that uh, yeah. you know obviously which has brought you and I together you know. We met through there and everybody else in our, you know, in our group, little uh, YouTube barbecue family. So I actually started YouTube long before I started competing. Um, you know, I, part of the reason I started my channel is because, you know, I, I, I love to cook. And what what turned me off was when I was looking for a recipe, I would go to YouTube. I go to YouTube for everything, right? You're trying to learn mm-hmm. something uh, you, you find on YouTube. So I'd, I would go to YouTube and, and I'd look up whatever recipe I'm trying to you know, uh, cook. And there'd be a list of, you know, eight, nine, ten ingredients. And I'm thinking, man, like, I really got to buy all that just for this one recipe. And, and some of these ingredients, like, I'll probably never use again. Mm. I'll, I'll probably never use again, you know, just, just as one time. So I thought, man, there's, there's gotta be a, something out there where that, that shows you that you can make really good food with very minimal ingredients, keeping it really simple. And I, I, I didn't really find that. And, and so that's kind of why I wanted to, to start my channels is to, to show that you can, you can make really good food without having to, uh, incorporate, you know, half a dozen, a dozen different ingredients in your recipe. Now, some ingredients, you know, sorry, some recipes, you know, still call for a number of ingredients, but I wanted to prove that, that you can make really good food with, without having to, to go through all that. And so that's how I started my channel. Um, and, and the, once I started to get into competition, that, that was just another thing to add to my channel mm-hmm. uh, to help it grow. Nice. But uh, yeah, I, I, I think I, I want to say 2020, 2013, maybe, maybe 2013 is, is, is when I started uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somewhere right in there. So come a long way because I believe you have uh, somewhere around 32.6K subscribers to be exact. If you say so. That's all no. right. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you know what? <laughs> I get a lot of people to tell me, man, I'm surprised that you don't have a lot more. And quite honestly, I, I don't, I, I probably could, but I, I don't, um, I don't put in the work that a lot of people do to try to make their channel grow. My thing is I want to grow organically. If you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not aiming for the numbers. I'm not aiming to be a hundred thousand, 200,000, 300,000. If I get there, I, obviously that's, that's great. That's amazing. And I'll take it. Um, but that's not my goal. I just want to do what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if I grow, I grow, if I, you know, make new friends, I make new friends. Um, and mainly just, just wanting to share what, what I love to do with, with folks. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it could probably be a lot more than that. If I, if I did put more time into maybe advertising on social media, stuff like that. Um, I think that uh, what you have now is nothing to sneeze at, in my opinion. That's a great, I mean, 32,000 to say that you should have more. I mean, that's, 
an accomplishment on his well, own, I, right? Yeah, there, I, mean, I, I don't think that. I mean, that, that, that's what people tell me. Yeah, yeah. I'm, that's I, a lot. I'm, I'm I think happy. it's a lot. I don't know. I'm a very, I'm, I'm a very simple dude. Yeah. I, I, I'm happy with, and, and just, just in life, I'm happy with what I have. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, I'm not. I don't. I don't say that as complaining. Like, dang, why isn't my channel bigger? Mm-hmm. You know, but that's just. I'm just saying. That sometimes I, I get that from people. Yeah. But to me, it's man. I'm. 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 I'm good where I'm at. You know, if yeah. if, if I grow, I grow. Um, I wish it's I more grow important for me to, to be genuine <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know I, I make new that. friends. You know, than than trying to get to one, two, three hundred. Yeah. Right. You know, thousand. Right. Yeah, you know, if you, you know, if you, a lot of a lot of the things I've seen, you know, in, in, in this is going to come out terrible. But <laughs> why are you um, looking at me right no, now? It's just, just how I turned. <laughs> um, you know, there, there's a lot of guys that we all know who uh, have great channels, had a great following, then they hit that one video, and it just explodes. Mm-hmm. For example. Brother Alton, mm. when he hit that brisket video brisket. a few months yeah. back, all of a sudden mm-hmm. it just went haywire. And I think he, did. I think he just hit a million views on it. Wow! You know, there was wow. there was there was one weekend. It was literally updates. Oh, hey, cool, pretty cool, five thousand views on this. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Twenty thousand views on this. Forty-five thousand views on Trending. this. This is just a weekend. That's crazy. <laughs> and then it just, you know, it just skyrocketed. Same with um, Phil Riddick from Daddy Cooks. Yeah. His original UDS cook. Yep. You know, o- over half a million vi- views on that one video. And that's what everyone says. If, if you just keep doing it, you're going to catch that one video that just gets legs. Mm-hmm. And just does it. And it was, you know, a simple, you know, how did the easy way to cook a brisket. That was, you know, not, and he just showed you the step by step, and this is boom, boom, for for beginners. This mm-hmm. is how, you want to learn how to cook a brisket. This is my advice to you, and how I would do it. Just starting out, mm-hmm. and it just whew. amazing. One million one hundred seventy-five thousand and twenty views. Wow, you know, that's crazy. Wow, you know, but it's just nuts. It, it, it's just nuts, you know. And like I said, I'm on the, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on all your tails, man. I just hit 281 followers, so I'm catching you quick. I'm catching you quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, definitely things that help with that, you know. With with when when it comes to your wording, uh, what what you have in your title, you put in your description, and you put in your tag, stuff like that helps you. Know, when you, when you hit all three of those, you know, I I know that that that, that helps out some. But yeah, man. Uh, Alton, he's he, he's one of those guys that you know Crushing has really it. taken off and, and good for it. him, man. Yeah, and either even even brother Joe from Smoking Joe's Pit Barbecue. You yeah, know, he's he, doing very well too. He hit that twenty thousand mark uh, about a month back, and it just and it you know it just went kind of haywire on his end too, which is which is great because mm-hmm. that's what I love to see out of everybody that everyone's doing well. You know, everything's working for everybody because, like you said, we are such a, I'd like to, you know, I say we're such a close-knit group of, mm-hmm. you know, everybody, me, you, Joe, Alton, CJ, Kent, Chef Johnny, Eric, Phil. you know, Phil, you know, our whole YouTube family. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's one of these. I know I could give you a, shoot you a message, and you you know, I I had a post the other day that I didn't know what the hell it, what you know, and I I messaged uh, brother Rick Galindo, hey, can you translate this for me? Because it was in Spanish, I didn't know what the hell it was. He goes, oh, dude, that's a political post, you know, uh, yank that shit down, like, <laughs> you know. But li- little things like that in a blink of an eye, someone's going to answer the phone, and and it's beautiful that you know. <clears throat> We, you know, I consider you a friend, yet we've never met in person. You know, yes. and you know, it's the same same with everybody. It's just a wonderful group, and you know, mm-hmm. to share tips, techniques, and you know, hey, mm-hmm. I've never done this before. Where do I start? Or where can I even get this? It's like Pen Pals 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's that's a great really thing about is. this community, yeah. man. You can, like you said, uh, we, we we've never met in person. Um, but I, I feel like I know you, yeah. I feel like we've been friends for, you know, a long time and, and same thing for a lot of other guys. And, and that's just one of the things I love about the whole YouTube thing is that it, it brings us, it brings people together mm-hmm. who can't be together. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and, and so it's, 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 it's just an, uh, an awesome thing, man. It's, it's been a, a, a fun run, if you will. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Awesome, dude. Oh, for sure. And um, Good stuff. Oh, what the hell was the other one? You know, it was, you know, even even a few months back, uh, Chef Johnny from Texas Style Barbecue and Cuisine, he had put out a, uh, a chicken enchilada video. And I'm like, oh, and I saw that, you know, happened to be sitting there drinking coffee one Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. I watched it. I'm like, oh, man, I haven't had enchiladas since, you know, before my mother passed. You know, I go, oh. You know, that's easy enough. You know, I've never actually made them. So I'm like, so looking at the video and I'm like, oh, let me try a, you know, a homemade enchilada recipe. You know, I didn't know if the kids would like, because he made the green enchiladas, because the green is typical with chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was doing chicken and and beef. I'm like, let me find an enchilada sauce, mm-hmm. red enchilada sauce recipe. And the first one that came out was yours. And it was, <laughs> it was simple. You know, it was like four ingredients. Like yeah. you're saying, just simplify. Yes. You don't need this whole array of stuff <clears throat> you're going to use once or the, right. the next time you're going to use it is the next time you make that particular right. dish. Right. You know, and it was it was absolutely an incredible enchilada sauce. I'll tell you what, you're absolutely. Oh. Froze. <laughs> He'll come back. Oh, Hold please on. Please come back. Wait, am I frozen? There you, you go. He's just back. froze. You're back. Literally, when you oh. go, you know, you were. He goes, that recipe is, and it froze oh. right <laughs> up. So say the whole thing over again. Oh, okay. Uh, now, I don't know why I say my internet stable is. Anyway, I've never had an issue. I don't know what's going on. Am, am I good now? Though? Yeah, 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 you're yeah, fantastic. Okay. Yeah, I was saying that 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 recipe is one that every person that I've shared it with has told me. I'll never make enchilada sauce uh, any other way except this way. I think it's three or four ingredients. Yeah, that's it. Freaking amazing! It, it is good, and 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 I, I gotta be honest and say that is not my original recipe. I uh, I think her I think that's the one I got from. Um, she changed her channel to I think it's simply Mama cooking, but it used to be Got You Chain. Oh my god. Oh, I did it again. <laughs> uh, 
Frozen. Oh, damn. We're right, like at the the, movie. we're right up against the wall, too. Damn it. Oh, oh shit. Oh, well. There's nothing we can Until do next week, keep the smoke rolling. No. <laughs> but anyway, guys, you know. Wait. Hey, he's back. Oh, dude. I, you know, it, it rose again. Am I here? Yeah, am I here? here? Yep, yeah. yep. <laughs> yeah, we're good. When you, when you tell me that I'm freezing, you guys are actually freezing on me. <laughs> oh. Oh, I don't know. It's both there. Yeah, we, 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 Before we freeze again, before, tell everyone where they can find yeah, you. Yeah, where, where can they, we're up against the time. So Brother James. Where can everybody find you social media-wise, YouTube, Facebook, and all that? Yeah, so uh, YouTube, it's Amon McClamon Smokers. Uh, Instagram, same thing, Amon McClamon Smokers. And the same thing uh on facebook it um on twitter it's ac smokers okay. or at ac smokers on twitter um and that that's pretty much it awesome dude. awesome brother james oh. thank you so much appreciate you taking time out absolutely i know you're getting ready to do some uh trimming for a comp you got this weekend beautiful wish i could do have a comp I in know. december you know it'll be trimming for a comp and you'll be trimming not so oh, for a cop. Just real quick, you heading to Houston in February? I am. Ooh, I am. We gonna meet? Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. I'll we'll, be there we'll too, to meet in uh, yeah. was February. February, right. I think twenty fifth, twenty sixth, twenty seventh. Yeah, can't wait, it, dude. It's it's it's. Listen, be ready. Is all I'm gonna tell you. Okay. They're not gonna. They're not gonna. I don't want to jinx it, but they're not gonna. You don't think they're gonna cancel it? Shut up. I'm just there to get. Don't jinx it. Don't don't jinx it. Not yet. It hasn't been. <laughs> James, Zip thank you so much, brother. I appreciate you coming on, brother. Thank it was you a long time coming. I truly, truly appreciate we it. We love you. So thank you so much. Love you guys. Good stuff, brother. Well, that's it for this week, folks. We'd like to thank you for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch your video on Facebook and YouTube on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and notification bell. You'll have all our episodes right there at your fingertips. On social media, find us at Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at PitLifeBBQ. And also... Hey, check me out at the Barbecue Broker on Instagram, Facebook. Also got a, a new YouTube channel I just launched not too long ago. We'll get there. And uh, also our awesome Facebook group, the New England Pitmasters. Check it out. And also catch my YouTube channel, Johnny Mags BBQ. And questions and comments, please send them to Pit Life BBQ Podcast at gmail.com. And like always, folks, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. Can't thank you guys enough. Uh, we got a couple fun episodes coming up. Oh, we do. We got next week, we have our little stroll down memory lane on Christmas presents in our. You know, annual Christmas gift ideas for the barbecue in your life. I have a surprise, too. I'm going to... A few surprises I might bring in next week. Okay. For you. And then after that, we got the, you know, the week of Christmas episode, which is just going to be... Which is just going to be a shit show. Good old fun old... It was last year. Let's have a good old time. It was last year. I know that. That's it, baby. I watched that episode. Yeah. Oh, the eggnog chug. That was that one. Don't you dare. I'm not chugging eggnog. Okay. Just so you know, I, I, I despise all, 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 eggnog. All I know is you had me do a hot brisket a couple weeks back, and I'm still feeling the shakes on that one. I'd rather chug. The, I'd rather eat another brisket sandwich than chug eggnog. I'm just saying. Careful what you wish for, baby. <laughs> well, folks, on that note, till next week. Keep, keep the, the smoke, smoke rolling. rolling.
The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.